Hello everyone. So I want to do a quick update before we get into the the bad gays. Um, so an update to the Adam Schefter, Dwayne Haskins situation. Uh, if you're not sure what I'm referring to, uh, you can watch my previous video that I did on it called What's Wrong with Adam Schefter. It explains everything. I'll put that in the link in the description down below or in the description of this audio version depending on how you're receiving this podcast. So he went on his podcast, I believe it was yesterday, and he officially apologized. He spent the first, like, I think like four and a half minutes of his episode, you know, apologizing for what he said and how he said it and how it was wrong, and then he focused on the good things about doing Haskins and what he achieved and things like that. So it kind of made up for it. And I know for a lot of people that still may not be enough for them or, you know, it's not the right way because he did it on Twitter, so why not go back on Twitter and apologize? And like I said in my previous video, it's not up to me or any of us to decide. That's up to his family, his friends, teammates, people who are in his life. And like I said before, if they accept it, then I will too. I'll just go off of what they do because they're the ones directly affected by this. I'm not. I'm just a fan. So, but it's over. He apologized. You know, his uh, Dwayne Haskins' wife put out a statement. So... This whole situation is finally done, and, you know, it should have never happened in the first place, but, you know, that's why we're humans, we make mistakes, and hopefully uh, Adam Schefter doesn't do this again. Will he do it again? Probably, because he's made many mistakes before, and the way he's going, it'll probably happen again, sadly, so hopefully it doesn't, but you never know. Uh, So that's the update on that. Uh, Also, some quick news. Earlier today, or yesterday again, depending on when you're listening to this, it has been announced, excuse me, that Derek Carr, the Las Vegas Raiders quarterback, has been traded. I'm kidding. Uh, he has signed an agreement, uh, a three-year, $121.5 million extension. Uh, it comes in at $40.5 per year in new money. He's now locked in for the future, along with his best friend and, I believe, neighbor, Derek, I was going to say Derek Carr, he's, he's living with himself, uh, clearly. Uh, his neighbor, Devontae Adams, recently traded from the Green Bay Packers. Also, it's a fully guaranteed, uh, the fully guaranteed number in the Derek Carr contract. We want to keep an eye on, um, and blah, 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 a bunch of other bullshit that doesn't matter. But yeah, Derek Carr still a Las Vegas Raider, good for him. They've locked up Devontae Adams and Derek Carr for the future, which is great, and I'm sure Raider fans are is static right now because uh why not you got Devonte Adams which um probably was something people dream like oh I would dude I'd, it's one of those things where you're like oh dude I'd love for this guy to join the team I mean come on Derek Carr I've been saying it for years should have been done earlier in my opinion but he's there now and still matters uh, Raiders won the, a- the AFC West there's your hot take so far I'm dropping some little 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 hints here and there with my hot takes. To a Pro Bowl next season, AFC West is going to be owned by the Raiders. I'm calling it now. I'm calling it now. So when it happens, I won't be like, no one said that. You never said that. I did. I did. I'm saying it right now. I'm saying it right now. That's what's going to happen. I apologize. I didn't, mean, I didn't mean to come at you like that. I apologize. That's just, I have issues. Clearly. Hence, I don't even say it, but you know. You know. You know. So now we address that. Uh, another thing I want to quickly address because uh, it's just another example 
of Dan Snyder just being an absolute fucking scumbag. So, according to uh, Congress or other important people, sorry, a letter sent from the House Committee on Oversight and Reform to the Federal Trade Commission on Tuesday, the Washington Commanders and owner Daniel Snyder, a.k.a. Scumbag 101, may have engaged in a troubling, long-running, and potentially unlawful pattern of financial conduct that allegedly involved withholding as much as $5 million in refundable deposits from season ticket holders and also hiding money that was supposed to be shared among NFL owners. Uh, says here in the 20, this is all from the Washington Post, and I'll link that article down below as well if you want to read the full thing. But it says here, the 20-page letter, a copy of which was obtained by the Washington Post, freshly, not ripely, freshly details allegations made by Jason Friedman, a former vice president of sales and customer service who worked for the franchise for 24 years. The letter says Friedman told committee members the team maintained two sets of books, including one set of financial records used to underreport certain ticket revenue to the NFL. The letter cites documentation that the team's financial imp- improperties. I can't read words. It's a big word. I'm dumb. Uh, may have extended to tickets registered and commissioner Roger Goodell's name. It re- references evidence that it says indicates the revenue gained by the team the, through these practices, which initially was known, excuse me, was known internally. I am dumb. I can't read. Was known internally as Juice. Why? That's a weird name, but old rich people are fucking weird, so whatever. And it details allegations that the commanders improperly attributed such revenue to being deride, derived, or derived, I don't know, from a Navy Notre Dame college football game at FedEx Field or a Kenny Chesney concert so that it wouldn't be part of the NFL's revenue sharing pool. Uh, the allegations of financial improper, improperity, improperity, whatever, I don't fucking know came to light as the committee reviewed documents and interviewed witnesses in its inquiry of the team's workplace and the NFL's handling of the matter. The team has broadly denied such allegations, and the oversight committee has not verified them beyond the evidence presented in the letter. Now, why is it that every time Daniel Snyder, the owner of the Washington Commanders, has come out in the headline, in the paper, something happens, it's never anything positive. It's never like, oh, they donated $10 million to this organization or they donated $2 million to local schools or anything good. It's always like, yeah, uh, Daniel Snyder has been a piece of shit once again. This is John at 6 o'clock. Thank you. It's like with all these allegations from former female employees and all the shit with the emails happening, it's like Daniel Snyder is just, it's like, bro, get, get rid of this fucking guy. I know the NFL can't just force the guy to sell his team unless something terrible happens, which he's been kind of fucking doing with all these allegations of sexual assault and harassment from former female employees. Um, All those emails and them sharing inappropriate photos of these cheerleaders on the Washington football team, formerly the Redskins, currently the Commanders, and among other things of him being an absolute fucking scumbag. And the fact that he didn't even, he was like, I believe in an interview he did in 2013. He was pretty much saying that 
he had no interest in changing the name of the Washington Redskins. He was like, no, leaving it. I don't. Barry Winch was like, I don't really care. I don't give a shit. Anyone has a problem, uh, they can fucking kick rocks. Uh, I even addressed it in the original version of this podcast, which it's still up on the audio uh, versions. If you want to listen to that, it's not on the YouTube channel anymore. Well, it's there, but it's unlisted. But nonetheless. And I I was talking about how the only way that Dan Snyder would change the team name is if his money was being affected. Like two weeks later, FedEx and a bunch of other sponsors for the Washington team were like, yeah, if you don't change the team name, we're backing out and then you can go fuck yourself. He was like, whoa, 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 everyone calm down. We're changing the team name. That was with the plan all along. That was the plan all along. What are you, what are you, what are you talking about? That was the plan all along. It's like, no, it wasn't. You were scumbag. And then more and more comes out within Washington. It's like, you guys are just a piss poor around the organization. Like, my God. And it's like, I feel bad for Commander fans. Because it's like, you guys are getting shit on fucking tenfold. And it's like... Not even because, like, the team is bad or players are just doing shit they shouldn't be. It's, like, management is just being the worst humanly, being the worst humans possible. And it's just, like, constantly adding up. It's, like, whoever is a part of this Washington organization, if they're not already fired or somewhere else, they should be fucking fired because this is getting out of hand. And it's, like, you can't keep doing this. You you, you can't. It's it's gone on too long. I don't understand. So, this is probably you know, one of those things that the NFL sweeps under the rug and it's like, oh, I don't know. I mean, even the fact that the NFL was like, yeah, we're not gonna publicly release the emails. Why not? I can imagine the reason they won't will never pretty much put out those emails is because some fucked up shit is in those emails, and they know the NFL and a lot of sponsors will probably back out because of it, and then to save their ass, they're like, no, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Well, we're not doing that. Thank you very much because we will be fucked and I will lose my job. And it's like, you know, maybe if we were just like better people and just not absolute fucking scumbags, things would be a lot better. But sadly, they're not. And it's like, come on. It's not like it's not hard. To be like half decent. I might even I might even ask him to be like a fully good person. Just like like, like if you do something bad nine times out of ten, just like start lowering it to like a six, like a five. Get you gotta start somewhere. I mean, you can't just be perfect or great all the time. I understand mistakes get made. When you're like up here for like bad person, break it down to like here. Work work your way down. Just like just figure it the fuck out. Cause like you can't this can't keep going on. It's too much. And speaking of bad decisions. Cleveland Browns the fuck you guys doing Baker Mayfield went on a podcast I think it was the YNK podcast I want to put me get that up on my computer real quick I had it up and I fucking closed it because I'm stupid it's called the you know what I mean podcast um he went on it and discusses you know his time in college uh what it was like to be from a former walk-on at Texas Tech then going to Oklahoma winning the Heisman and then going to the NFL and so on and so forth they then addressed the whole Cleveland situation because 
as I'm sure you're all aware by now, he's no longer the starting quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. That man is Deshaun Watson. And how they handled it was kind of fucked up in my opinion because not too long ago, Baker Mayfield was a guy and he was supposed to be the next great Cleveland quarterback that was going to help the team go to a Super Bowl. I mean, because two years ago, they made the playoffs. They were looking great. Oh, my God, such a great roster. Excuse me. They were figuring it all out. And then he got hurt, played hurt, had a bad year. Cleveland in general just had a bad year. And then everyone was like, yeah, this guy can go fuck themselves. And then Deshaun Watson's like, everything's like not great for me, but like I can play. And everyone's like, well, uh, here's a $230 million contract, fully guaranteed, by the way. Have a good day. And it's like, good just told me to go fuck myself, and it probably been a lot easier. And now his future's up in the air because Cleveland's not in a rush to trade him, which is fine. I'd assume it's because of the fact that probably waiting for the draft to happen to see where quarterbacks coming out of college fall because I know certain teams of free agency didn't get the quarterbacks they wanted. I mean, you had, like, Russ going to Denver. Matt Ryan goes to Indianapolis. Carson goes to Washington. Marks Mariota goes to Atlanta. And I think that's, like, it. For, like, the ones in the offseason like that. I mean, Aaron Rodgers State, of course. Um, I feel like I'm missing someone. There's some name I'm missing. I'm trying to... Uh, I don't... No, I think that's it. I think that's it. If I'm wrong, yell at me in the comments and we'll go from there. But, yeah, certain teams couldn't get a quarterback or at least the quarterback they wanted originally. So now they're attempting to go to the NFL draft, which I, I want to get to real quick. Off, I'm going to kind of just hurt the previous point and then go to hurt the new point. My Basically, the NFL draft that I find interesting is, I've mentioned it before, is that once the college football season officially ended, obviously the NFL draft section of that starts. And everyone was like, yeah, this like quarterback class like kind of sucks and... I mean, these guys probably aren't going to go in the first round, and, you know, it's going to be, it's not that strong of a class, and maybe Kenny Pickett will go in the first round, but that's probably it. And then Malik Willis was like, I'm, I'm like, right, I'm, like, right here. Can we, like, not? Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis. And it Desmond Ritter's like, I'm also here. Matt Carroll's like, I'm, guys, Sam Howell's like, what the fuck? Carson Strong for a bit was like, yeah, oh, cool, I'm in the first round. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'm no longer in the first round. Okay, I'm like a sec- second, third round maybe? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like now it's just like fucking quarterback central in the top ten. And it's like, oh, maybe it's Malik Willis. Maybe it's Kenny Pickett. Maybe Desmond Ritter goes earlier than everyone expected. Maybe Matt Corral's a dark horse of the fuck quarterbacks? But what about Sam Howe? And it's like, not a couple months ago, you guys were like, yeah, these quarterbacks fucking suck, dude. They're fucking garbage, and they'll never have a career in the NFL. Now it's like, I mean, they're pretty good. Good draft days. Pretty good, you know. And it's like, this is why I kind of like, as much as I love the draft season, shit like this is annoying because it's, it's why I don't even like mock drafts most of the time. Because where you start in, like, your 1.0 mock to your, like, your... 9.0 or however many mock drafts people do like once a month 
they changed drastically and not really for much of a good reason. Now I can, I can understand with like the combine and pro days and such. Those yes, I expect the you know the needle to move on certain guys to, for the draft stock to go up and to go down. That I understand. But when nothing's really happening and everyone's just like, yeah, yeah, this this guy, he's, he's dropping for no good reason. It's like, what the fuck just happened? Did he say something in an interview that we're not aware of that everyone's just like, yeah, uh, actually, he's going to not longer be a top 10 pick. He's going to go uh, 32nd overall. And it's like, what the fuck just happened? So I find that interesting. Um, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big Malik Willis guy, you know been a big fan of him from when he transferred to Liberty. I like his play style. I think he's going to be a great quarterback in the league. Pittsburgh should draft Kenny Pickett, and I'm going to die on this fucking hill because I know they're not going to do it, and I will laugh at them when Kenny Pickett thrives because they can correct their mistakes from Dan Marino when he was in University of Pitt quarterback. Now we have another first-round potential University of Pitt quarterback who's very similar height, not that much different in weight, I mean, sure, they are different quarterbacks, and I know people are like, you're comparing Dan Marino to Kenny Pickett? Technically, yes, but I'm thinking before Dan Marino was like Dan Marino. When he was like, Dan Marino. You know, because that's, I just, I'm again, we'll, we'll, we'll get, when, once the draft gets closer, I'll address that more. I'll do probably something on that later on, but. And I hate the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, yeah, you know how fucked up it is. I'm just like, draft this guy, please. But then I have to watch Kenny Pickett twice a year. I don't really want to fucking do that. So, but back to my original point. I'm talking about Baker Mayfield, I believe. I really hope that was where I was at. So, yes, talking about Cleveland, Baker gets done dirty, and then the whole Deshaun Watson thing happens, and it's just becoming a fucking lot. So now, originally from what he said in the podcast that, he thought he was going to go to Indy. That seemed like the most logical choice. They needed a quarterback after they traded Carson Wentz. But then they traded for Matt Ryan. So, Seattle seems like realistically the only possible team. I don't see him going to Carolina. Um, and they still have Sam Darnold. They're paying him a shit ton of money. Still, I, I don't think they have Cam Newton under contract anymore. Still have P.J. Walker. So, that whole situation is very weird in Carolina. But... Cleveland's doing some other shit too because apparently uh, OBJ had got. I'm sure some of you remember OBJ had got hurt when his. Uh, I think it was the year before he left Cleveland. But he was also towards ACL. And everyone's like, damn, man, this sucks. Didn't play. You know, he didn't really play much last year when he did. It wasn't that great. He gets traded to LA. He balls the fuck out. And it's like, wow, well, look at what happened. All of a sudden, I thought he was struggling. Thought he was. Thought he wasn't OBJ anymore. Still the same guy we all expected out of OBJ. Helps the Rams win a Super Bowl. He's now a Super Bowl champion. And uh, it's awesome. So I'm going to play a clip real quick from the Pat McAfee show when Pat is talking to Ian Rappaport about OBJ's injury. So we're going to cut to that right now. Oh, also real quick. uh, I do not own this clip. This is a clip from the Pat McAfee show. So Pat, Zito, Evan, whoever deals with this, don't like take me now. I'm just trying to like, just trying to talk about sports. Okay, thanks. Now let's cut to the clip. Odell Beckham Jr. still on the market. We're just assuming he's going back to LA. Still on the market. I wouldn't say it quite like that, but there is mutual interest, and they know more about his knee than everyone else. Their team doctor did the surgery. 
Sounds like it went really well. It actually corrected Just like Dak it does. a uh-huh. corrected a previously bad surgery from a couple of years ago. Oh, who was that doctor? Help- Cleveland. Have we have we talked about this or no? No, I'm just learning of this right now, and I, we don't have to out the doctor. But these are the things that we should be outing, though, mm-hmm. for future players because all these relationships that some people have, they automatically get business. And what if they're not great? What if they just are there strictly because of who they know? Yeah. You know, that's a real thing. So here's so uh, when Odell tore his ACL with the Rams. Remember on a I was thinking an interception return, right? Or with the I'm sorry, with the Browns, Browns. on interception return. Yeah. He had an ACL done. It did not sound like it went as well as anyone would have hoped. So before the Rams signed Odell Beckham this past offseason, or this past season when it was like a huge deal, the knee was a concern because it was not 100% healthy. And I don't believe they would have given him a long-term deal just based on the knee because it was troubling. And then in the Super Bowl, he's playing his butt off. He's probably going to be the Super Bowl MVP. He tears his ACL again. And in a weird way, there's a little bit of relief from everyone because now it can get fixed right. This past surgery went really well, and he probably is going to have extended his career just because of this recent surgery. Who said that? The doctor that did the surgery went in there and said, you know what, actually, this thing was kind of not even fixed. I fixed it all up for you. You're welcome. No, they knew. They knew. It's funny. They knew before the surgery. They knew going in because they, you know, to do, to sign him, you have to do an MRI and everything, and they were. They were troubled, so they knew oh, okay. that it was probably just a matter of time. That's like whenever the foot surgeon for Carson Wentz said, this is going to be a nine-month recovery, mm-hmm. and then two weeks later he was back. You know, It was like, who gave the projection, and then how good was the surgery that it was two weeks instead of nine months? I mean, that is <laughs> Great, amazing. Greatest surgery ever. At greatest of all time. So, yeah, as you see there, that's – like, I understand mistakes happen and things like that, but, like, come the fuck on. Like, what is that? That's insane. Now look at OBJ, but Cleveland, you just, they just look sad. It's like, I, I, it feels like, again, they're trying this and a lot of teams, NFL teams seem to be doing this right now with the all in attempt that the Rams have successfully been pulling off these last couple of years, but they're like, yeah, draft picks while they are great. And, you know, we'll use some of what we have to obviously add some young core to the team, but some of the other ones fucking trade them. We don't, we need veteran presence. We need to win. We're at Los Angeles. We need to prove and continue to everyone that we're the Los Angeles team and that we need to be the top billing of the sport because we're in the top city, top team, top money, top top. I don't know what top top is. But, I don't know. but you, you're picking it when I'm punt down. So... And now apparently Stephon Gilmore made as there's interest from the Rams and same thing with Tyron Matthew. It's like, where do you get all this money from? Who has this? Like, whatever kind of weird mathematical genius is handling the cap situation for L.A. should be getting a fucking raise and a half. Because of the fucking, like, financial games and, like, way they're able to work their salary cap in their favor is, like, insane. Like they've been doing it the last couple of years, and it just gets weirder and weirder. And it's like, whoa, wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! How the fuck are you paying this guy? How are you paying him? How? How? Tell me your secrets, please. Tell me your secrets. But so it's curious to see how the whole situation with Cleveland's going to work out now that they have shitty doctors apparently and make uh, screw over their quarterbacks for other quarterbacks 
like not like good person. Potentially. Allegedly. But the final thing I want to get into since we're kind of been covering the AFC North a lot today is uh my Baltimore Ravens. And hold on. Lamar wants to say something. Thank you, Lamar. Uh Lamar, come on the podcast. Big fan. Um, speaking of Lamar. Uh, sorry. That's he's never gonna come on the podcast now for that. I do want to get into the whole Lamar contract situation real quick. So being a longtime Ravens fan, obviously, especially if you follow the NFL like a lot, and you have your favorite team, you're gonna follow like the team insiders, you're gonna follow the reporters who just focus on the team, of course. As someone who's been following the Ravens since they were a child, uh, I know a lot about the team. Okay, it's great. Big fan. Big fan of the team. But this whole thing with Lamar's contract being such a big fucking issue for people truly blows my mind. Now, yes, I understand when any time a quarterback's contract is up, it becomes huge news. You know, because you know they're going to get paid a fuck ton of money. I mean, look at Deshaun Watson. Look at any time Kirk Cousins gets a new contract. Derek Carr recently, um, when Patrick Mahomes signed his like ten year, five hundred million dollar contract, Kyler Murray's up for an extension. Baker Mayfield's contract's even coming up, so that's a conversation. Um, and many in Dak situation not to a couple years ago, I believe, and so on and so forth. When it comes to quarterbacks, you know, money is always the biggest topic in sports in general. But for Lamar, it's different. Because realistically, I believe if he really wanted to sign a new contract, he would have. Now, yes, he I believe he's on his fifth-year option. So he's still under contract for another year. And yes, he did not have the greatest year last year. He was also injured for a bit. And Tyler Huntley took over. And then there was COVID issues and so on and so forth. Like the team in general just was not playing super great. A lot of it wasn't their fault because a lot of it was just injuries. And just didn't work out in their favor. But... Lamar, if he really wanted to sign a contract, he would have. And I think even, like, John Harbaugh said it, and even Lamar has kind of talked about his own playing in the NFL for a while. It's just like, I he just loves football. Like, he just wants to be the best football player possible. He just loves the game. I also think he knows, and again, I'm not speaking for him. This is just how I've seen the situation as a fan. It just seems like he knows. He's like, I don't want to leave Baltimore. I want to stay. I'm still under contract. I know when the time is right, we're going to get a contract done. That's like, there's all the, like, it's obvious. Like, I'm not going anywhere. Why would I want to go anywhere else? Um, So it's, I don't think he's much in a rush to really do it then. I mean, because John uh, Harbaugh went on the Rich Eisen show and pretty much said the same thing. He was like, I, you know, we can't force the guy to want to do this. Like, when he's ready, he's ready. And we'll be ready when he's ready. Because um, obviously they know that when he's ready, they're going to be like, all right, cool, here's our number, let's work on it. So I think everyone's kind of freaking out because, again, he's like a top-billing quarterback and he's one of the top quarterbacks in the league. And the fact that he's one of the few guys that's not, like, rushing to get a contract done as soon as possible, everyone's like, what, 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 why? Why are you not? Why? But also now with Deshaun Watson getting a fully guaranteed contract and, you know, even Derek Carr's contract and a few other quarterbacks, it's like, you know, where is he going to put himself in the contract conversation? You know, now is he going to shoot for a fully guaranteed contract in the future? Like, what what kind of contract is he really going to get? And again, we won't know until those numbers are announced publicly. 
So it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. But I've even heard talks of like, is Lamar going to leave Baltimore? No, he's not. Fucking relax. If he leaves Baltimore, I would genuinely be shocked if he did leave the Ravens for some odd reason. Um, I can understand if a team was throwing some like crazy number at him in free agency, but he seems to love the town. He seems to love his teammates and the organization. You know, they gave him a shot when he was passed over by 31 other teams in the first round of the 2018 NFL Draft. I'll still remember that like it was yesterday. It was a great day. It was an awesome day. Greatest day of my life. It was like top five. But, yeah, I think everyone's just overreacting personally. And I think, like, once it gets done, everyone's like, well, why did it take so long? It's like Lamar is just, like, you see all his videos online. He's hanging out with his friends. He's fucking working out with his teammates. Building chemistry. Trying to get better. I mean, because the guy had a fucking ankle in- injury last year. And he's like, seems to be going great. What do you think, Lamar? What are your thoughts? Okay. Mm-hmm. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I I understand. I know. I can be frustrating. Yeah. No, I get it. You're just, you know, you're just trying to, like, just trying to be the best quarterback you can be. That was, uh, I'm so sorry for what that was. Lamar, come on the podcast. It's like, come on. Come on the podcast. <laughs> I think I'm losing my fucking mind. Um, I am. I'm 1000% losing my damn mind because, um, what that was, I don't, I don't know. This band is becoming too weird at this point. I'm so sorry. I'm genuinely so sorry. Lamar, I understand if you don't want to come to this podcast. That was weird. I'm so sorry. That was super uncalled for. I know that was weird. It was, it was weird. It was, okay. it was weird. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, Lamar's going to get a fat fucking check. And also he doesn't have an agent. So, whatever he's going to get goes straight to him anyway. So, I love that for him. Um, but he's going to be a Baltimore Ravens, so everyone fucking relax. He's not going anywhere. He's not leaving the Baltimore Ravens. Unless something bad happens between them, he's staying in Baltimore. Okay? So, everyone fucking shut your shut your mouth. Shut your, shut your, shut your, shut your, shut your fuck up. Just stop. Bitch. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just, I'm, I don't know what's happening to me today. Uh, but this is how I am. This is who I am. This is, this, is, this is what I'm like when I'm not recording uh, myself in my room. Well, in my room's closet. But nonetheless, enough talking. Um, I want to thank you all for making this far in the podcast. Uh, if you have any thoughts on what I talked about today, whether it's the Adam Shafter situation, which if you want to watch my previous video that I mentioned earlier, it'll be in the description down below. If you want to mention the talk about the Derek Carr situation, Lamar. Dan Snyder being an absolute fucking scumbag. And let me know your thoughts in the comments. Also, make sure to subscribe. Do that. Hit the, hit the subscribe button. We, hey, the channel's been doing well. Getting a lot of growth lately. I want to thank you all for that. But let's keep that going. Let's keep going to the top. Okay? Like the video. Share it. Make sure to follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Overcast, Podcast, Podcast.com, and... I love podcast.net or anywhere podcasts are available. I don't know if those are real URLs. They may be. But nonetheless, I thank you all again, and I'll see you all next time.